Talk to the goose. Who do we got in the podcast today? We got Biscardi and Brilliant, Clark and Hassinger. Great. Clark and Hassinger. John, I think it's time to buzz my liver. Yes. It's not a good idea, Matt. I think we should just do an hour and a half show of Top Gun references until people are like, enough. Yeah, well, I could do that if I've ever seen uh, Top Gun before. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Braveheart no, is forgivable. I, I'm, I'm joking. I'm jo- but I've only seen it like once. Say it again. Know, I don't know any lines. Well, dude, I mean, the it was made in like 1980. You know, like I rewatched it. And I was like, okay, it's cool, but I'll never watch it again. But I watched it for the first time when I was like, I don't know, 23. Blasphemous! <laughs> it's so, watch it again. It is so, it's a perfect mixture of homoeroticism. Because like the guys are always touching each other and they're like, they're, they're constantly naked around each other. But it's like cool because they're in the, the Navy. And then. Soldiers. Of like one-liners. You know, like it's very cheesy. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's really it's a good flick. It's a I've heard it's a guilty things. pleasure, but it's very. Uh, well, they're making a like, like a reboot, I think. Yeah, they're doing a sequel where he's like a an instructor going against drones or something. Oh. I don't know. I think that's one of those movies you should just leave alone. Top Gun. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, I totally agree. I feel like making a sequel, you're just forcing it. Yeah, he's trying to cash in. Yeah. Yeah. He needs more. Hey, let me ask you this: Is it still hot in Florida right now? I mean, it's always warm, but is it like brutal? It's like uh, it was really nice last week, and then this weekend it was really humid. Um, and then I saw tonight that the humidity is going away again, and it's going to be like mid seventies all week, nice. which is you know pretty much perfect. Yeah, for me, like seventy five and a little breezy. Yeah. Is like the best. Yeah. Talking about my neck. <laughs> I think I've turned into such a pansy. I was talking to Jen the other day and I said, you know what? Every year, like, the, the heat's really bad from now until, or from July to September ish. But, you know, you deal with it. It's like the one bad part uh, about the weather in LA is it gets really hot for like two months. But it's pushing mid October and it was like 102, like twice this week. And we had two really good fall days, Monday and Tuesday of last week. It was like a 65, a 60. It was nice and breezy. You know, chilly, but not too chilly. Really? And it's back up to like 102 degrees. And I'm like, I can't handle it. Like, it's getting insane anymore. Yes. Like I, well, I mean, that's that's the climate change that, you know, comes up often on these shows. Yeah. Um, it's the extreme change in weather from, you know, breezy and crisp and not too chilly to you're you're wet the second you step outside and it's not even raining yeah it it just the humidity gets you like a donut fiery juicy well it's uh you know the (laughs) fiery juicy it's the you know the extreme back and forth that's like the hard part because you're yeah. like, oh, you know what? I'm going to wear jeans today because it's probably nice and cool like it was yesterday. But a t-shirt because, you know, it's still warm. But it's not that cold. Right. It's the and ping then you pong get outside back and, forth. and you have swamp ass before you've gotten right. there. <laughs> One day you're wearing like a snowsuit. The next day you're like scraping off the leather, leather of your skin just to get, it, get yeah. like a little bit of coolness. John, you're bleeding and you look disgusting. But I'm four degrees cooler. Why are you a gnome? Yeah. <laughs> From the nether realm. You know what I used to do in Pennsylvania? Uh, do not. I used to play with myself. No, uh, me too. but still. But the OCD, I would always change my uh, 
And I, that's one thing I miss about Pennsylvania is you can wear, you can dress up for fall. You can have like a nice sweater on and like a nice shirt, yeah. and like a few different kind of jackets. Like you could wear, you know, you could dress up a little bit. Yeah, sweet, uh, you know, Phillies winter cap with the fluffy ball on the top. Oh, love it! I got a good Eagles one too. I got last time I was back the fluffy ball. Oh, nice! Yeah, I have a Phillies one uh, throwback. Uh, you know, the powder blue and maroon. Oh, classic. The uh, exactly, exactly, Ed Zachary. What I used to do is I used to uh, when it started getting a little cool. I had like two wardrobes. I had the summer and the winter, and I would like put the winter out in the summer, like the shorts, the bathing suit. Like I'd fold them up and like put them away. Oh, and it was a depressing time. I remember doing that too. Yeah, it was like depressing. But then once in like after like the new season has sprung, there'd be like that one day that's like hot again. You're like, nope, are we yes. committed to jeans and a sweater? Yeah. Clark, you're sweating. It's fine. Committed. Got to stick yeah. with it. Yeah. All my other clothes are in a trash bag in the attic, and I'm not going back up there. It's a million <laughs> degrees today. I'll stick in the sweater. They, they did that at uh, Thompson Lexus. I know your dad ran Thompson Lexus, so I'm sure he could speak to it better than I can. But when I worked there for a few years, um, they had a winter wardrobe and a summer wardrobe. At least the like service, uh, the service technicians did. You know, like you guys the, had like a uniform, right? Oh. Um, and they said that it was like a certain day they they could switch to the summer, but before that you couldn't. They're very like strict about you know everyone looking the same and all that. So there was one day and I think it was Sounds March. Like it was like a hundred. Not 100 degrees. It was probably like 90, 95 degrees and humid. And they were all wearing uh, sweaters and khakis. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, we're not allowed to change. I'm like, wow. It was like one of those freak days. I remember getting detention for this in seven, in fifth grade. Yeah. My God. They there are no the same exceptions to the rules. No, no gray. It is black and white and red all over after I but I'm having a heat stroke. After I scalp you. Right. But I'm having a heat stroke. It's 105 degrees. Well, sounds like you need some more layers. Or you need to go run about it. Run and think about it. Run and think about the situation. All right, we're going to do a Snapchat live in here. There's Snapchat. Clark. Can we see him? Hopefully. I don't know. But, um, yeah, man. I have uh, – who did you say? You always randomly throw in a St. Jude name. When we're like yes. texting before the show, and you said that Miss Hauber is going to sponsor our show tonight, and obviously it's you're just joking. Um, but wouldn't it be amazing to have Patty Hauber, our old science teacher, maybe the only teacher that liked us uh, yeah. on the podcastle? Yeah, I was thinking about that too when you said that. I think Pat Hauber, who for the longest time before I had her as a teacher, I would see, you know how they like the teachers had their names outside of the classrooms. Well, I thought her name was Humber, yeah. like like Hunger, because I was like in kindergarten and I didn't know how to like think. So I was like, ah, oh, there's a teacher named Humber. And I saw her and she was a woman of larger stature. And I was like, ha, huh. like it, it fits. It's like a guy named like, you know, Liney Skiny. And it's like a really thin guy. She was a woman of substantial weight. Girth. Girth. Well, I mean, I could get a hold of her, Stop I think, show. and, and I, I could get a hold of her, and we could have her on the show. Do you uh-huh. have uh, access to her? I tried Googling her and Facebooking. I can't find her anywhere. I'm on Facebook right now. I want to make sure she's okay. So I have access to her. It, yes, I definitely have access to her. Um, you know, Betty keeps <laughs> those, those lines tight at St. Jude. You see Harper walking in the background. Yeah, but I think Harper was the only teacher or professional or, or adult at St. Jude that never really like was mean or yelled at us or pissed us off. Like even when she was giving us detention, she was kind of like smiling and laughing. She always had um, like she a good sense of humor and she was really creative and like artistic. Every year she made Christmas ornaments for every single student in the school. Oh yeah. Now, it's a tiny little white suburb of Philadelphia, so it's only like 300 total students, kindergarten to eighth grade. But I have like nine of them still. They're all really sweet, so I think... That is sweet. I think Halber thought, you know, she appreciated our, like, uh, you know, our create, creativity and yeah. never really gave us a hard time when we got in trouble for 
99% of the time, stupid things. Yeah, she was very open to, you know, I'm here for the kids. I love science. And yeah. Matt and John didn't hurt anyone. They just have to spend lunch here. Okay, I don't have to eat lunch alone at my desk. She would, like, eat. Yeah. She would run the detention. And... Yeah, forget all about the uh, the ornaments. It's so much better than what Carragher, our sixth grade teacher, gave me for Christmas one year. <laughs> Vibrator? No, genital warts. It was just ah! it still burns. No, that's not true. But yeah, but, but uh, I would yeah. love to have her on the show. Aubrey was awesome, and she was actually a genius because she um so yes. like in fourth grade for no reason whatsoever. Well, I guess just because of the way my brain developed, um, I just started flunking every single math test that I ever took from fourth grade up until now. I, I just there's too many steps involved. I can't maintain it all. Um, so one summer in like seventh or eighth grade, I think it was seventh grade, the summer from seventh to eighth grade, she was like, "I will, uh, I'll tutor John." you know, like twice a week and I'll figure out like why he doesn't get this like next stage of math. And after like three weeks, she called my mom and was like, he's never going to like get math. He's just, he's going to struggle with it the rest of his life. So I wouldn't really put much focus on him retaining math. There's like all these other good things, all these other things he's good at. And um, I really wouldn't worry about him becoming like, you know, a math whiz. It's just not going to happen. That's important. I was like, I oh, think to embrace that. God. Yeah. So it's like in college, I just took like you know, gen ed math courses. Archery. Got the math <laughs> ballroom dance. <laughs> I was so bad at math too, and it was to the point where my parents. I think up until, ironically, it was up until about seventh grade. They got me tutors and this and that, and then finally they just said, you know what? Like it's it's just not clicking. Like math is not your strong point. And I was in, like, 12th grade geometry with a bunch of, like, 10th graders. And they're like, aren't you a little old to be in here? And I was like, I'll buy you cigarettes if you pass this for me. Okay. You know, it was like whatever. I, I have access to a beer guy. How about a case for uh, doing this for me? Because I don't understand what the hell a variable is, let alone x x equals y to the second squared. Tell you what, 20 bucks equals uh, two cases of Natty Ice for you here, if you do this for me. Bucks. You find A, and we'll be fine here. That was or you it. find C minus, and we'll be okay here. Yeah, sine, cosine. When did math become letters? That's that's when I just said, nope, nope. And, and you never Done. say it again. You never see that again in the real world. The only time you'll see that again, or there's two times you'll see that again, it's going to be if you're a math teacher or if you're a rocket scientist. And even yeah. then, they have computers. In fact, most jobs will tell you to – Jen just came in. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Most jobs will tell you to use a calculator. They're like, no, no, no. Don't rely on your brain. We want you to, like, double-check this with a computer. Like, you don't really need to. Oh, a little cat. I forgot Sophia made this breath. Uh, I, thought, I thought we were going to see the snap. That's so cute. Jen's little, this, Show it. Jen's little uh, <laughs> niece made us a little cat ornament. That's really sweet, but uh, ornaments really aren't associated with Halloween. Um, so we might want to get her to the Sylvan Learning Centers. She's three, ass! <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It's a piece of trash. Throw yes. it out. It's amateur it's beautiful. Hour. Love it! Can't wait. Yeah, the, uh, but math was always like a, a, a bad thing for me, and I really did, it was truly like learning Chinese. I mean, I really didn't get anything after fifth grade with the variables and this and that. Yeah. It was you like would, Spanish. It's like in the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is easy. Hola. <laughs> and then it's like conjugations. You're like, nope, nope. Another no. step. Can't we just have all the words? It must be te quiero usted because you're talking to an adult. Look, I'm not talking to anybody. I don't like old people. I just need to know how to get to the bathroom and how to order a taco. Puedo ir al baño. See. And you know what? Odds are they're going to know English. So I think I'll be okay. Just give me an A and give me out right. of here. Yeah, just tell me how to teach – teach me how to say in Spanish what are the shrubs before you get paid. And that's the most I'll need to know. Like, come on. It's terrible. <laughs> exactly. It's terrible. So it's have, you ever, have you ever had one of those days, uh, those mornings, weekend mornings, where you have no plans and you kind of sleep in and – you know, I don't know, you and Jen, you're like, oh, are we going to make breakfast or go get breakfast? Um, and 
you, you know, you kind of start your day slowly together eating every Saturday. That's the routine. For the most part, yeah. It's, I kind of wake up and I'm hoping that breakfast is like in the works <laughs> because before pre-Adderall and eating, I'm really bad with like decisions. I'm just kind of like a, a jellyfish. Like I just want to like slither out of bed. And I'll actually like just come crawling out like a little kid that woke up in the middle of the night. And Jen's always Jen wakes up early, so Jen will be up up doing like what's early? Uh, at least before ten o'clock. I usually sleep until uh, okay. ten, so sometime before there, <laughs> sometimes seven a.m. Okay. Um, so I'll come out like, hey, like, what, what what are the breakfast options? <laughs> is it morning? Is it morning? Is Santa here? <laughs> My arm etches. <laughs> Mommy. What, uh, so, uh, what, uh, what do we, uh, what do we have available, uh, breakfast? Uh, well, uh, breakfast we gotta give the ball to Kobe. And then when you're out giving the ball to Kobe, you gotta be able to make me some bacon. Yeah, man. Uh, pretty much every weekend. Usually we end up going, or usually we end up cooking something here, but, uh, maybe like every couple weeks we'll be like, yeah, let's just go to Coco's or whatever and grab something to eat. Do you have, like, a, a spot that you go to? There's actually a lot of good spots within walking distance right across the street, which is cool. Oh, really? Yeah, there's this place called The Town, which has, like, great uh, pancakes and omelets. There's Uncle Bill's Pancake House. No, there uh, isn't. No, there's not. No. But uh, there is, there's a few good spots. What about you guys? Do you guys do the uh, the wake-up, the wake-and-bake? Uh, yeah, usually, you know, eggs, bacon, yeah. lots of bacon. Need it uh, all toast. the time. Nothing but bacon. Um, lots of avocado, you know, uh, tomato, you know, like we, we do it up. Cheese. It's all in okay, there. So. The other morning, the town restaurant. I want to see this place in L.A. I think it actually changed names. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, the other morning, Heather, uh, she goes, I have an, she goes, I have an idea. Hold on. I want to Snapchat this. She goes, I, I have an idea for breakfast. And I go, okay, great. And she goes, let's make waffles. Ooh. I go, that's a great idea. Hold on. I got a post. Hold on. Let's see here. I said, that's a great idea. Are you going to go to Target and buy the waffle maker? <laughs> oh, you guys don't have one? No. Well, I mean, that was set up like before it was. <laughs> I was like, that's all. Oh, yeah, waffles. And I'm like in my head. Well, we don't have a waffle maker. Like, are you, like maybe she wants to go. Like, I'll go buy one real quick. I'll get all the crap. We'll yeah. come back and we'll make them. You know, make a day out of it. Yeah, well, didn't just wanted them right there. What did you guys do though? Did you? What was the alternative? Was it bacon? Um. Oh yeah, it's bacon. It's Waffles are good, man. You know what I love, too? I love pancakes, but I can never finish them for whatever reason. <laughs> like, I always have bacon with pancakes or sausage, and there's always, like, a glass of whole milk, which fills you up pretty quickly. And then, like, coffee. So by the time I'm done the the pancakes, I'm, like, drooling in myself. Like, it can't stay awake. Like, just, like, Jen has to crush up the, like, a like a stroke victim or a, what is it, a seizure? She has to, like, crush up the Adderall and, like, put it in my mouth with applesauce and, like, move my jaw, you know? So I, like, the, the, the sugar, the insulin, you know, like, I need to get that going before I can wake up. There are days, literally, I'll eat these massive breakfasts of, like, eggs and bacon, and I'm in such a food coma that I literally just sit in bed waiting for the Adderall to kick in so I can move my legs. Like, it's, it's... It's definitely so you go you go back to bed. Yeah, until like the Adderall wakes me up. <laughs> That's so funny. It's called drug abuse, John. It's nothing to joke about. <laughs> well, speaking of waffles, uh, I thought we could do a special pretty little pretzel here uh, on how to make waffles. Um, yeah. You know, just so uh, we'll we'll do it on Snapchat here too, because. Joe's got it set up in fast motion on her Facebook page where she just mixes in, you know, the eggs, the flour, the salt, the sugar, the vanilla extract. The tenderness, then, the love. Yeah, the tenderness, the love. Um, beats it and then uh, puts it in the waffle maker, spins it around, and there you go. 
waffles galore. Sprinkle a little, uh, sprinkle a little uh, syrup on there. But I saw a couple the other day where they mixed in like, uh, like bananas and blueberries and chocolate chips. So obviously the huh. the add-ins are endless. But Joe will get you started there on uh, prettylittlepretzel.com and follow her on Facebook, Pretty Pretzel. And uh, I think she's on Instagram too, but I'm not sure what one that is. So Let me ask it. her. I'm gonna ask her on Snapchat. Maybe she's watching, and she'll be. Uh, she'll, hey, Joe, what is your name on Instagram? I can't get to it right now. <laughs> it's quality, quality material there. So there you go. Nothing but the finest of research that goes into every aspect of the show. Do it up. Well, you know what? The main reason I wanted to do the waffles is because of the story that I had to tell. <laughs> and I knew I like it's I a great segue. <laughs> I, I think that's so funny though. That there's no. Uh, Waffle maker. Like, do you want to make waffles? It's like, hey, do you want to make suckled pig this morning with the finest of meat and boar's head? Sure. Do you have any of that? No. I want to have turtle stew. (laughs) Oh, really? Did you catch a turtle? (laughs) No. What restaurant serves it? I don't think any. Oh, okay. I'm just hoping it appears. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Let's make, let's put together, let's have some. Melted chocolate from the Godiva fountain in the front lawn. <laughs> do we have that? Nope. Actually, that we do. That we do have. That was a purchase. That was real. That's so funny, though, the waffle maker. I know. Did you guys get one since then? No. No? And I don't think we ever will. I mean, I'm not really... Like you said, man, Like I can't eat that shit in the morning. It's like a yeah. sugar crash. It's basically like, why don't you just get a banana split for breakfast? <laughs> it's the same Why don't you just effect. make... Yeah, why don't you just make a milkshake with peanut butter and then, you know, sugar dumped in the middle and just snort it up? How do you make waffles? Is it just, uh, I mean, besides the obvious, is is it hard to do? It's literally the same thing you use to make a pancake. And you just put it in the iron and then... Here, eggs, flour, milk, olive oil, I think, uh, salt, sugar, vanilla extract, and then you just... You do Switch. this. You do the old shake a ring a ding. Oh, my wrist. It sounds like a lot of, for me, it's a lot of work for the morning that could easily go wrong. Where I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I put it all in there. Well, did you measure out the salt and sugar? Yeah, basically. See, it's like Army the... of Darkness. I'm just like, yeah, basically I did this. I followed it. Comes out like eating me. It's alive. The uh, the best the see that's the annoying thing about baking is you do have to like have everything measured, you know yeah. when you're cooking you can kind of like guess. So on here Joe just kind of uh, she's like eyeing it up. I don't know. It looks like two cups flour, then like a quarter cup of everything else. Sounds I don't delicious. know. Go to her webpage and figure it out. Where can I go to that webpage? Damn segment. PrettyLittlePretzel.com, I think. There it is. <laughs> or just find her on Facebook, uh, backslash Pretty Little Pretzel. And tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle, and uh, let us know what you think about Pretty Little Pretzels recipes. We love them; they're great. These, Thank uh, you very much for always contributing to the to the organic <laughs> and the delicious feasting habits of the show. Now, if we were to try to duplicate one of the recipes and something should go awry, we're not up to we, par, I must be forgiven anticipate. because surely I was able to anticipate recipe ingredient complications due to the ratio of sugar and salt in the animation process of the blender. So that's just what we try to do. Now, let me ask you this. All this talk about food. Have yeah. you eaten yet? Nope. <laughs> oh, I just felt a little growl. Little growl. I'm good though. I'll tell you why. I had a late snack at work before I left. Just filled a little growl. I had a late snack. I did. I had a late snack. What was the late snack? It was a bowl of ice cream. (laughs) It was a. Ooh, snickerdoodles. 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 It was good, man. These uh, Fisher tails are really uh, doing well. 
Oh, gosh. If you haven't seen him yet, please go to our Facebook page and check out Tales of Fisher. My favorite... <laughs> You're all familiar with Tales of Fisher, so we don't need to explain again, but the setup, obviously, is the peas, the peas, the peas, and John and I duplicate that. But the idea that you brought up that I think is so funny is that if it were real, like, why do our friends constantly ask us to do things outrageous, <laughs> but we never... We always drop it. We Like, we ruin so many things. Yeah, the whole, like, plot... Is not just to rhyme three, you know, to rhyme something new that falls on the ground with peas. It's how can we set it up <laughs> that we're carrying something? That's for half a the friend. battle. It's usually really a strange errand to run for a friend. Like and AIDS. then we drop, we drop, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, my scientist friend asked me to take AIDS, to a bottle of AIDS to the lab, and I spilled it. And not only is it spilled, but you have to, like, pick it back up. To get it in there? Like, you have to slurp it up without swallowing it? I have to put the test tube on the ground and just kind of, like, <laughs> scoop it up. Oh, that was the most ridiculous one. <laughs> yeah. And the, the ease. The ecstasy pills. Oh, yeah! That was, uh, that was, I was proud of that one. You think you could stump us and give us some uh, more material? Please tweet us, uh, post a video of your uh, Tales of Fisher. Yeah, right. Add to it. If you can come up with some sort of scenario where you drop something. I loved the please. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, oh, what is he going to say here? And I was like, is he going to do like a repeat? Because I had no clue. Right. The, the, the please. please. And I have to get these depositions and court papers down to the judge before they, oh, I just dropped them. <laughs> I guess I had no choice but to pick up the please, the please, and the please. I guess I have no choice. <laughs> All right, let's see. Can we think of one right now? Can we think of a peas, 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 Tales O Fisher? I got one. Make sure you check out Tales O Fisher on uh, the Facebook page. Uh, Clark's going to do a new one right now, live on the show. So Here we go. Anyway, I only have a minute to talk because i got to get these drawings of uh, of arbor um, plants and bushes down to the school for kids with speech impediments. Oh, wait, I just dropped it. I guess I better pick up the tweeth, the tweeth, and the tweeth. Like it? Trees? Tweeth? Oh. I like it. Yeah. Terrible. You spun, you spun the trees. Because that was when I, th I first came up with it. I was like, lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Trees. The trees. You have a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. The trees. The, the trees. And the Boston Tea Party. Did I do that one? You did. You did. A Fisher oh. was back at the Boston Tea Party. That was one of my favorite ones. I guess oh. this, you, you rebels must oh, pick yeah. up the teas, the teas, and the teas. Like they have to go to the bottom of the water and pick them up, but they still do it. Like people are drowning to try to retrieve them. Yeah, swimming all the way down, coming back up. Oh, I got one. I got one tea bag. <laughs> oh, I got one. I got one for you. Maybe we did this one. I don't remember. I got one tea bag. It's broken. All right. Um, I got to go in a second, though. I got to go to this black guy's house who has a lot of money, and uh, I got to drop off. Oh, I just spilled it. I guess I better pick up the J's, the J's, and the J's. Sup, motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, I don't get that one. The J's, like money? Like I got a couple J's? Oh, Stupid. Yeah, see, I was thinking, well, you, I don't think you said money. Did you say money? I thought it did. I gotta drop off. You were like, I gotta go see these black guys, and oh, I dropped the G's. I was like, what? <laughs> well, it's applied, right? You. <laughs> I was trying to say like, you know, uh, I wanted to say the G's, referring to like, you know. Oh, that's G's, even better. Black guys call each other G's, but yeah. all I came up with was like violent, you know. Uh, there was a yeah. drive-by in Compton the other day. The cops had to go pick up. <laughs> G, you know, I was like, nah, it's that's just that's not. pretty good. It's, it's in poor taste. It's awesome. Especially, especially these days. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I got one. I uh, I was at Blue Mountain the other day, and I took a bad spill. I guess I got to go back there and pick up the skis, the skis, oh! and the skis. Damn it. That's a good one. Oh, crap. I just made a mess. I just dropped my whole collection of Monty Python DVDs. I guess I'm going to pick up the cleese, the cleese, the cleese. <laughs> Kind of stupid. Doesn't really work. It's got to be plural. It's a good one. Um, now you know you're out there in Los Angeles. Yeah. And 
our boy Chase Utley's getting a lot of flack. Yeah, dude. For that slide. And uh, it's really funny because uh, there's this website called Utley's Corner. And there's two pictures of Utley jumping over top of a Mets base runner trying to take him out way outside the base pit. Right. Not hitting, and Utley's throwing it. Like, it's been done to him like three or four times by the Mets, by David Wright and uh, Ortiz, Daniel right? Murphy. Oh, yeah, the second here, having the textbook. Because everyone's like, oh, who does sec. that? That was, that was great, though. That was totally on purpose, too, and I loved every second of it. Like, you have yeah. to... It's I mean, how you play. It's, it's game. Like it's part of the game. The Ric Flair mentality. You know, you got to yeah. You gotta win at whatever cost. Aggression's part of the game, brother. And he's uh, he's appealing the suspension, so he'll play. Good, yeah. <laughs> right. It's such a dumb rule. It's so stupid. You're suspended for two games immediately. Pending appeal. Pending appeal. <laughs> When's the appeal? It's after two games, so can I play? Yeah. Do I get penalized afterwards? Nope. Oh, okay. I'm just going to go over here. It'd be amazing if the appeal is delayed so long that, you know, he, the, the games he, he serves are like the opening day. He retires. Yeah, right. You can't play anymore, Sonny. Okay. The, uh, did you see the uh, Bengals game yesterday? Oh, my gosh. That was a statement game. For That'd be funny if you went, oh, my gosh. No. Who won? Oh, John, why did you just say, oh, my gosh? Because I'm out of Sunny D. Oh. Got a lot of purple stuff, though. Yeah, dude. I'm all about the Bengals. Uh, they're, I always like to see a team like that do well. Like, I yeah. think they're one of those teams that are long overdue for a Super Bowl. So, I when they were, they were I guess they're 5-0 and now. They were 4-0, and there was, you, you saw the game. There was a... They're playing Seattle, and it went to overtime, and the Bengals ended up winning. And I was like, I thought they were going to lose at one point because towards the end they were punting it uh, in the fourth quarter. And I was like, ah, the Seahawks just going to run the clock, and they're going to, you know, stretch us out. And yeah. uh, that was such a good game. It was so good, and the the Bengals were down by a lot with not much time left. And Dalton, Andy Dalton, finally stepped up, and he drove them to victory. And uh, that kicker. Whose name is like you know, Doucet or something. So part of his name is like Doo. So when he comes out, they all go Doo. But he's been sucking recently, so they're like, I might actually be Boots. Boots. Um, and he came out and he nailed one right through the upright. Oh no, no, it was sailing left. It was going wide left, and it banked off the upright yes. through the goalpost. It, it was, was like a Tecmo like, Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. score. <laughs> yeah, it's like, good. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the all flute band. The all flute band's coming out to play. And I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, a, a new team. And like you said, the Bengals. They haven't been five and zero since '88 when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, and they haven't really oh, wow. done anything in the last twenty years. Yeah. Uh, they had like a glimpse there with that Carson Palmer team, and then he just kept getting injured. And remember, they had like Chad Johnson and Hushman Zada and all those great receivers, and they kept getting close, and then Palmer got injured. Yeah. So it's cool to see them, and it's cool to see the Seahawks lose. I, know. I, I don't like it when a team's just too dominant for too long. Yeah, it's it's too much. You get to, you get sick of it, and you, the spotlight's on them more, and it, it kind of trumps it a little bit. I mean, so the defense is incredible yeah. and so uh, impressive, but yeah, I think they're due. Yeah, they're due to, to not be so dominant. And the Eagles won. Eagles won, man. It was a clobbering. Yeah, I didn't great. watch it. I just was watching the uh, NFL Network, and you know, it just like jumps from game to game. It's like it's literally like ADD. Oh, it's the best. Because it's just not the only problem with it is someone else is controlling it. Right. You know, so but I wasn't done finishing that game. thought. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I want to see the extra point after the. Oh, it's a commercial and waffles. I'm hungry. <laughs> and uh, that was good. Yeah, it looked like they gelled. It looked like that that they needed that sort of game. A team that the Saints, I think, aren't really that good. They don't really play well away. Uh, and yeah. everything worked, and Demarco Murray, you know, got his twenty runs or whatever it was. So we'll see. 
It was good. But the thing they needed to do was they had a bunch of a good group of guys, and they had to get the ball from one end of the field to the other, and they had to get past that end zone. So what those yeah. guys did is they had a lot of team where the other team was really good. Saints played a really good game. They got a lot of good group of guys. But the Eagles just had to, uh, you know, they really brought it. They worked together as a team, and it's just about being there for uh, your guys at the end of the day and playing the ball game. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, uh, the Eagles uh, they uh, they wanted it more. You know, they uh, they wanted to win, and Saints didn't. Absolutely, and the Saints have a lot to uh, work for next week, as do the Eagles, and they're not out of the clouds yet because uh, the the division is still up for grabs, and uh, all the teams are pretty uh, even tied right now, and then they just gotta uh, watch themselves against the Giants. Yeah, we got a division rival. You know, we we always play each other really tough, and you know they're they're uh, they're 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 cat fights. They're dog and cat fights, uh, the Giants and the Eagles, and you know we just gotta put our best foot forward and then and, and come out with the W. Brett Favre. Yeah, that's what's great about the uh, NL East too. Is every team is like two and two, two and three now. I mean, it's <laughs> not NFC East. NFC East is. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? NL Where'd you go? East. Oh, he just left. All right. Well, you're back to the Jack Off Hour. I'm your host, Z D Z Dick with W Balls. Uh, the uh, the what did I say? The NFL East. The NL East. Oh, yeah. NFL. Uh, uh, yeah, NFC East is like I think they're like two and two. What are the Giants like? Two and three. The Redskins might be the same. I gotta look it up on my uh, NFL mobile app. But uh, they're so even keeled. Like you could really be out two more games and turn it around in like three weeks. It's exactly what we were talking about the other week with Katie. How it, I was like, yo, it is knee jerk city. Everyone just needs to calm down. Yeah. And it's oh, yeah. week three, you know, when we were one and two and everyone's like, yeah, fire Kelly. Hang him. We lost again. It was like, oh my gosh. And then yeah. we come out and destroy the saints. It's like, all right, see, that's what this team's capable of. Just give them some freaking time. And son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> this can't come into the biscuits. And I'm also a firm believer of, you know what, work out the kinks early and get the losses out of the way early in the season and then play. Because you see it a lot. You see it every year. You see a team that just is tearing it up at the beginning. They get burnt out. The guy gets hurt. They kind of lose that. You know, they miss a skip a beat. They're usually, a lot of the times, they're usually winning game after game and then they have the bye week and that kind of throws them off kilt. So I think yeah. it's good they lost a few couple games. Now, hopefully, it'll be a little yeah. bit tighter. Like, uh, grab them in the biscuits. Oh yeah, I agree. You know, you gotta just um, you gotta give it time. And you gotta and give the ball to Kobe. Sometimes, even with McNabb, we'd start off bad, and then we'd win nine in a row, or you know, win seven out of nine, and like five of those games on the road, and we're beating good teams. Oh yeah, that's what matters. Uh, they need they go. need this time to screw up a lot. Cubs win. Cubs win. FYI. 2015, baby. Back to the Future called. That's amazing. Isn't it? It's even even more amazing that uh, they said that, you know, oh, they lost to Miami. And Miami has a baseball team. And they didn't at that time. Yes. I never thought about that. The only thing that hasn't happened is uh, Jaws 19. Yet. (laughs) They're doing like a, a mini show or something with Doc Brown. And he gets stuck time traveling again, and you like have to help him. It's like on the internet or really? on NBC. Yeah, they're doing something to commemorate I like, the thirty-year anniversary, or or you know the year that they, the day that they traveled to in the future, which is I think October twenty-first. Yes, I can't I can't remember. Yeah, that's what it is. It is. All right, now we play the Giants next, and it looks like we're at the Giants. Yes. I believe so. No, we're at home. And it's at night. Oh, yeah, because they're wearing the black. Is it a Monday night or Sunday night? Monday night. Son of a bitch. uh, Back to the Future is playing on October 21st at like every movie theater in L.A. that week. Yes. Yes. Totally going to go see it. One of the best movies. In in my opinion, it's the best time traveling, you know, uh, whatever movie uh, ever. Absolutely, hands down. I mean, everybody has, like, slightly different rules when it comes to all that crap, you know? Like, what can happen, what can't happen. Uh, 
I just like the the story they told, how the alternate 1985, you know, how you can change the present. Oh yeah. That was my. You can do the two different timelines, and then. uh, Yeah. Every time you watch those movies, too, you pick up something new. At least I do. You pick up a little thing. Every time. So, what happened to Biscardi tonight? Biscardi, from what I read, is at his in-laws' house, and he's trying to escape and and move over yonder to greener pastures and he's just having a hard time getting out Biscardi wanted to be on the show tonight and uh, it just wasn't in the cards he just from, he, from my gathering of intelligence he's he's in uh, Watch yourself. San Antonio well he's in Houston but he's in San Antonio now he's I thought in he Dixville I thought he was <laughs> he's in Beeville I wonder if I, I thought he was supposed to be in New York he was at this point, and uh, I think it's just been a real hassle to get a uh, for the army to let him, you know, get done his uh, tie up all the loose ends, if you will, and, and get up there. So I think he's pretty close, but it's just been like a few setbacks, and and uh, he's just trying to get the hell out of dodge. Oh, yeah, it's like a wear out. Go crazy if I was him. I'd start pulling my hair out. You know, like all the. <laughs> let me ask you this. Have you ever went to get your haircut and you sit down and it's like one of those haircuts where you've been meaning to go for like a week. You know, you're like, oh, I really got to get a haircut. Oh, I can't go today. Oh, I can't go today. Yeah. And finally you make it there. You sit down. I'm in that week right now. And you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, oh, my hair looks awesome today. I don't really know if I want to get a cut. But, like, I'm here. You know, it's like you have, like, a great hair day on the day that they're going to change right. it all. By the way, we're going to put some salt in there so it doesn't grow back. No, 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 let's not do that. What? Who are you? I'm trying to leave. I'm trying okay. to leave. Just don't tell no, me. I, I never really had that happen. Uh, but if I don't shower for, like, a day or two, like, if it's one of those weekends where, like, you're not going anywhere and you're cleaning and, and my hair gets, like, the, the two-day grease on it. It's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. It's like yeah. it's like Johnny Depp in uh, like saving or uh, what's that movie? Like Donnie Brasco. It's like wild and it's it's like Richard Grieco. It's just it's awesome, you know. It's like the best hair ever. I'm like fucking bad. Like there's a little bit of stubble going on, and then like you shower and you're like, how do I point Dexter? Where's the geometry trees? So yeah. What's all this straw on my head? What is this? I hate my life. It's yeah. Black straw. But yeah, I get what you're saying though. Where you go there and you're like, I didn't really need a haircut. And like too late. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I didn't even tell you what I want. You're, this is a new place. Stop. <laughs> do you go to a uh, to a regular barber or do you just find like whatever's uh, available? Like, do you have like a guy that that you have to do you have to see for your haircut or you kind of just whatever? Uh, you know, I had Doug the Barber for my whole life in Pennsylvania, and then I uh, moved to Florida, and I just... <laughs> Haven't got a haircut since? After years and years of trying to find, like, the next barber that I could trust, you know, like a doctor, uh, I just gave up, and I go to this sports clips now. Oh, uh, yeah, nice. You know, every two months or whatever. Uh, it's cool. They have, like, the Sports Center TV right in front of you. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. You don't have to do the... We talked about that before, the meaningless conversation. Yeah. So, do you like weather? She's yeah. doing this. She's yeah. doing this when she's cutting my hair. I'm like, oh, she's shaking. Her, when she gets real close, the hand shakes on the comb and she's trimming it. I'm like, oh, no. Oh. That's bad for everybody. Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't want to get you fired, but you shouldn't work here. Yeah. You need a steady hand to be a barber. <laughs> they don't call me slow hand. Now pour me some slow gin. Please, I would like to pay bill, settle, and leave. And I'd like your tremors to stop and my hair to look good. Please, it's okay. I'm just having a spell. It'll be, oh, my hair just fell to the ground. Looks like something out of Sons of Anarchy. Please stop. Oh, Sam gosh. Crow. Yeah, Sam Crow. Are you still on Sam Crow? I'm just uh, about done. I'm almost done season six. Whoa, you are motoring through that. Motoring through it, man. Averaging four a day. How many episodes a season? It's about 13. Okay. Yeah, I've okay, logged so in some time. Yeah. But I, you know, the network time. shows are like 24 a season. Well, I told you, we got a new TV about a month ago. 
So we got this massive like smart TV that I, I just oh, yeah. I need I just need to binge watch everything now. I haven't watched cable except for Bill Maher in like a month. I haven't watched anything on the TV unless it's like the football, like a, like a game. But right. it's all been Netflix or Hulu. We got uh, Amazon Prime in there. We got YouTube. Um, got everything, man. I have the DVD player hooked up in there. Like it's just oh, I've been getting fat. Yeah. Like, you know, if you notice, the Podcastle shows have been few and farther in between. Um, pretty soon, I'm just going to start making up things. Hey, Matt, you ready to go on? Uh, Matt's not here. Leave a message. It's not an answering machine, and I can see you. You're on Skype. You're watching a show. No, no, I'm not. This is Cat. Cat Block. Matt's nephew. So, yeah, but watch a lot of TV. No. And mostly Sam Crow. All Sam Crow. I gotta. I just need to get through it now. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it's just. Uh, I just want to be done with it at this point. You're almost done season six. That's what you said. Yes. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. Really impressive. I didn't watch season six or seven. Just the finale. So I'll yeah. be interested to hear your take. Be interested to hear your take. I think that yeah. I think the show peaked at least of what I watched so far. I think Sons of Anarchy peaked around season three, four, and then it started getting a little like dramatic. Like it's always dramatic, but it started getting more like Jackson is dead, and you know what's right for the club, and you're like, oh, I just... you're just a motorcycle club. <laughs> yeah, please, Jeez. come on, guys. I mean, there's a there's a ten ten speed club down the street, and you know they're tougher than you. Right. Well, one thing about The Sopranos that was always good. It was realistic in the sense that like things happen to them, and people go to jail and shot this and that. Yeah, that happened in Sons of Anarchy. But there were some really outrageous uh, episodes in Sons of Anarchy where, uh, like, they would go into the jail and, like, bust everyone out. And, like, they would drive a cop off a cliff. And they're like, yeah, we got him. It's like, no, the, the helicopter is going to shoot you out of the air and you're going to go to prison. <laughs> there like, will be an investigation. Yeah, they, they did take your license. They know who you are. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're going to catch up with you. There's a, there's a pit trap, pit stop, pit trap. Uh, speed trap up the road and they're gonna shoot you so come on like let's let's make it a little bit realistic yeah like they got away with too much at the end like too many murders it was too much it's like oh my gosh but uh, i think you'll be fine with the end yeah should be good anything else going on in this <clears throat> it seems like the I don't know. The, the political stuff has kind of just gotten quiet. Yeah. Everybody's just crushing uh, what's his face? Ben Carson. Ben Carson? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's killing him. Saying that he's, it, I think it did. he's a moron. I think he is. Do you have any idea what he said? Which one about the uh, was it the immigration thing about making people uh I don't know. I, I, I just, uh, all I see is headlines going, or, or people on Facebook saying, Ben Carson's the dumbest man alive. I'm like, He's got that smug grin. You just want to He's smack like, him around. We're closer to end of days, Ben Carson, one hour ago. Oh, no. Ben Carson, I won't be silenced. We're closer oh, to gosh. end of days. Ben Carson, we're closer to end of days, starring Ben Carson. <laughs> it says here, Republican presidential candidate Ben Carson says the world could be apocalyptic phenomena occurring that they're part of it would not. Yeah, he's a neurosurgeon. I don't think you're really equipped to be speaking on uh, nuclear proliferation. You do However, have people who have a belief system that sees this apocalyptic pneumonia, no, phenomena. <laughs> Not phenomenon, it's a phenomena. Yeah, phenomena. Occurring like phenomena. And that they are part of it. Who would not hesitate to use nuclear weapons if they gained possession of them? I think I think with the uh because they haven't even announced the primaries yet of who uh or the, the, the nominee for each party. I mean it's still relatively early in the race, so I think when they started doing the initial debates between the Republicans and all that, it kind of uh got burned out really quick because you had Trump saying all these outrageous things and then yes. it was like a soap opera more than usual. So I think people kind of got burned out a little bit and they're kind of just like chilling right now. Like I think the media has kind of beat that horse a little bit. So people are kind of like, yeah, 
Trump will always be there. I guess we'll see what happens. I think they're people are getting kind of tired of hearing about it. Yeah, it was like overload because there was so much Trump material, and now people are like, all right, whatever, just tell us when it's over. It was like super overload. Yeah, and you're just like, all right, what's Trump saying tonight? But he's not going to, like, win, right? Like, they're not going to give it to him. But even though he's winning... I heard winning, you were going to win. Is, is, he, is he winning? Like, I don't know what they're even measuring when they say that. That's the thing. There's so many different polls you can take it from. There's the Gallup polls. There's uh, exit polls. There's, you know, CNN vote on this polls. So, really, you could manipulate any kind of data for your own agenda if you just do the polls. Like... 99% of Americans say that Clark's better than Obama. What poll is that from? The poll of my parents. I asked them. <laughs> it's there. It's legit. I'm, I'm doing a good job. It's like Trump right now is number one. Number one what? Number one politician trending on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number one guy that's wearing a Trump Marina 1990 t-shirt to bed. <laughs> yeah, but I, actually I'm wearing that. Yeah, but Trump's better. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I I I, I get that. Bye. Yeah. I guess. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what are the top ten things trending right now at nine fifty nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time on October twelfth, two thousand fifteen? Yes. Number one. Hashtag Raw. Is yeah. That, I'm guessing Monday Night Raw. Story More like hour, what? Yes. yes. Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yep. Number two, hashtag L Triple H. I'm gonna guess that has another thing to do with wrestling. Sure. No, maybe not. Triple H. Yeah, but it's L Triple H. H. Number three, Steve Spurrier. He just uh, retired as the uh, South Carolina <clears throat> University of South Carolina head football coach. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Number four, hashtag DWTS. Dancing with the stars. Bingo. Number five, Cubs win. Yes. Number six, hashtag Black Ink Crew. Now, is that some sort of of, uh, Eisenheimer groups? Some sort of Eisenheimer. (laughs) Black Ink Crew. Crew? They're having a special reunion. Yeah, crew. Oh. Hmm. Good. Good for Looking them. that. Uh, next, Princess. I don't know why that would be trending. Princess. Just Princess. Oh. Princess oh. of uh, Princess Kate. Yeah. Something to do with like a dress or jewels or. Oh, okay. Oh, no. It's a. Christening? The Duchess has several priceless. Oh, maybe that's what it is. The Christening. The Hashtag RHOC. Real Housewives of uh... Orange County. Next is Harvey. Next is Chargers. Harvey's pitching for the Mets. Chargers are playing the Steelers on Monday Night Football. And that is what we give a shit about in this country. On Twitter. But there was just a, an Ebola outbreak in Detroit. No, no, no. Nope. The L Triple H sex tape is what we must talk about. <laughs> and Screech. It's very screwy. Dustin <laughs> Diamond. <laughs> Diamond. And, uh... Yeah, man. The Walking Dead. Season premiere last night. 90 minutes. I didn't see the ratings report. I'm sure it broke every record in cable. Yeah, I want to check that out. That was a great episode, man. You've, uh... You enjoyed it, I know. Yeah, I was just... I was worried that the majority of this episode was gonna be... Okay, here's... What happened, and here's everyone like immediately reacting to it, but then you know the real story is going to be in the next episode. You know, like I didn't know if they were going to start the story in yeah. the first episode, um, and they did both. Yeah, it, it kind of got a little iffy for a while. They did a lot of flashbacks, and you're thinking, okay, like they're building something here, but then when they connected it, and you could see the, why they were doing it without really giving anything away. Um, I guess in a nutshell, I could say the episode was, it seemed very fresh to me. Like, this is a kind of a restart to what made the show great to begin with. I mean, it never got shitty. It always got better. But they really, like, turned it up. I mean, I think that might have been the best episode since, you know, like the finale of the 
first or second season. I mean, it was just... Uh, it was really neat, really different. It felt like up. a movie. Yeah. Huh? They built that up really well. They, I mean, they delivered every every step of the way on last night's uh, premiere of the season. It was, it was great. Yeah, I don't see any ratings right now. Um, but I'm sure they, they blew it out of the water. Uh, it, it was really, really good. Um, and you could tell right from the giant quarry. And oh, that was cool. I was like, what did they, did they like collect them all? Yeah, you're like, what is this? They're corralling them there. And it's yeah. just, that was such a cool shot. I know. And then, you know, he's, Rick's yelling out all these instructions. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? They're going to Tarantino this thing and they're going to explain it like backwards. Yeah. And it, and it, and it, I thought the payoff was something I didn't think they'd do. Oh, you know, so basically good. Basically, a thousand zombies going off track in the wrong direction. Right. To corral them in there and use the, the backstories of each character and, you know, how they're kind of, uh, the conflict with Ethan Embry, uh, Carter, Carter's character, his name Carter, um, I thought was really good too. They did a good job. Oh, right. About the other guy that was going to try to, like, dethrone Rick. Yeah. The other guy that was like, we got to get him out of here. And he's like, I could have killed him. But it doesn't matter. He's going to die anyway. That was the cool scene of the ep- the episode when he's like, you want to take this away from Michonne, from Daryl, from Glenn? Do you have any idea who you're talking to? I want to start using that line out of context. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Carl's Jr. Can I help you? Yeah, I'd like to order the number four, the bacon patty with a large shake. I'm sorry. We're out of the large shake. Do you have any idea? Who are you talking to? Yeah, a douchebag, and I'm coming right there to kick your ass. No, 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 we'll do the, we'll do the chocolate. We'll talk to them. Yeah, no, I'll take fries with that, too. Yeah, whatever you have, let me pay more. <laughs> good dick. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Let's class it up. That was a good show. That was a great show. Um, in closing, I just want to remind everybody that we are still doing the 24-hour podcast. I'm going to uh, yes. just poke out them, poke out to them poke them, reach out, whatever the hell I'm going to do, get in touch with them next uh, this week and give everyone an update. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That was for the uh, Ocean Conservancy. They've agreed to uh, partner with us on a 24-hour podcast, um, donating to charity and, and raising awareness and having a bevy of guests and antics for 24 hours next, next year. So we're super Scientists. thrilled about that. Yeah, man. Really good people and uh, very happy to do that. So I think we can put this one in the W column tonight, Lord Hassinger. Indeed. Kill Grace. Uh, oh, and next show we're going to do the movie, movie review, Brett's movie review of the movie Pan, which got smashed by critics uh, yes. this week and flunked in the box office. And uh, I didn't read one sentence of Brett's review, so I just want to see what his take on it is. Because usually when he does a review, it's of a movie he likes. But he has done some that he doesn't like, so we'll see. It's just a bunch of dots on the page. It's Morse code. You better give me more credit for my reviews. I don't know why he's from Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> Go to cinematicaddict.com. That's Brett's uh, website where all his movie reviews are. Cinematicaddict.com. And the Facebook page, too, which I recently liked. It's cool, man. It's interesting. Yeah, Is that cool. your creation? Did you create that page? What? The Cinematic Addict. No, that's Brett's. He made it. He made it like to coincide with the podcast. Oh, okay. Because I just saw. I guess you suggested that I liked it, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if John actually like made this for him." No, that's Brett's. That's where basically that's our archive of movie reviews. Even if it's one from five years ago, we can just go in there and you know check it out. Do the review. Yeah, Cinematic Attic. Check it out. Check out my website at uh, Xanax Addict. Uh, oh. It's in the alleyway. I'm itching. No. It's fun, man. Did you want to do the review tonight, or did I? No, no, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't ready. I wanted to do it with Biscardi too. Biscardi. We'll return later on in the week with the uh, with a full cast and a new car and a new car. So uh, this has been a great show tonight. Delicious. Thank you for uh, listening. Please tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Join us later in the week with Michael Biscardi, with Lord Hassinger. I am Matthew Clark saying good night and Godspeed.